Yes, good evening. Welcome to the ME7 podcast. Stu Lewis, I thought I might start the podcast saying that it's a new year, new podcast. We've started dead on time that we said we'd start. <laughs> it's a New Year's resolution, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you all for joining us this evening. Uh, I will be back home in literally about two minutes time if you can hear the echo in um, because I've, I've started the I've started the, the podcast in a in a car park um, around the corner from my house so yeah um, sorry, don't, don't rub it in mate I've still got about half hour till I'm getting home yeah yeah I know I know I know I know I know I think Stu Lewis is already uh, already already he's giving me a thumbs up <laughs> Before we start tonight's podcast, then a massive thank you to our sponsors, uh, Grit Consultancy and Balville. Obviously, the two sponsors that are on the Jill's kits this season. You then would have you, um, yeah, you would have obviously noticed that they've signed um, up with us, the fans' podcast, um, for certainly the rest of this season and beyond. Um, so, a massive thank you to both of them. For, uh, for believing in what we're doing. So, yeah, as you can see by the title, it is a trip to the north for, for uh, Stevie Clements' Gillingham team on Saturday afternoon as the Jewels take on Accrington Stanley. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Obviously, the Jewels are off the back of, yeah, I guess back-to-back league wins, but obviously off the back of a cup defeat to Sheffield United. Um, yeah, Matt Olsen, good evening, mate. We'll bring you in then. Um, yeah, obviously, it is a trip to the north. It is a, a tough test like Accrington Stanley always is um, whenever we've been there before. But we don't have too bad a record. Someone someone might be able to correct me if I'm wrong. We don't have that too bad a record at Accrington sort of over the years. And we got, I know we got beat there one year, 7-4, which wasn't pretty. Um, but yeah, um, how are you feeling going into this weekend, Matt? I'm feeling positive, to be honest. Um, look, yeah, we, we have got quite a good record at Atkinson. I think they're, are they 10th, where 11th or, or whatever way it is around, you know, so it's going to be a, a tight game like every League Two game has been this season, but we've got a good record up there, so I can't see why we can't continue it and make it three wins on a balance. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, um, um, yeah, it's a situation, isn't it, is that obviously we're coming off the back of, um, we're coming off the back of two two league wins. Um, So we've got confidence in the league, but it's a situation where obviously, um, yeah, in terms of, the, the result on Saturday against Sheffield United. Do you think that would have dented our confidence, or 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 do you think the players might have looked at it and gone, "Well, I'm not being funny, it's Sheffield United. What can we, what can we do about it?" <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I, I said it the other week. Um, we, we're never going to win the FA Cup. I think you know, look, the fans knew it. You know, we can all dream about getting the killer tie, but. Sheffield United are a Premier League team with, you know, internationals in that team. And look, that was Premier League finishing at the end of the day that we saw. And 
who knows? Had the Max Amar header gone in, had the Dom Jeffries disallowed goal from uh, the offside being not ruled as an offside and actually given, yeah, it could have been a different result. But no, I don't think it was going to dent our confidence because, look, as I said, they are a Premier League team. They're a Premier League team for a reason. So, look, it is what it is. You know, I don't think the players, you know, they'll dust themselves down. They'll forget about it. We you know, would have forgotten about it probably by Sunday afternoon and we move on. Yeah. Um, obviously, obviously, it is off the back of what 2-1-0 two, one, two, two, one wins, Matt, in the league. Um, both Sutton and Colchester, obviously, the... the 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 overriding factor is that obviously we still don't have a goal scorer <laughs> uh, as such. But um, yeah, how are you feeling in terms of um, the amount of chances that we've created in in the past two league games? I think it was it's around forty in total. Are you feeling a little bit more confident walking into the weekend, or do you think that we because we're coming up against a a, a, a tougher side? Um, in Accrington, which they they are, there are a tougher side that uh, we need to be a little bit more worried this weekend. Uh, look, no, I, was, I think the good, the positive is the fact we are creating that much, that many more chances. I said, I think, I think even uh, Stephen Clements alluded to it. Even after the Sheffield United game, uh, over those three games, it was like fifty-five chances. I think all in in, in total. So. Yeah, I think it was like it's like something over those those couple of games, and you know, I'm ninety five percent sure that once Hawks finds the back of the net with one of those headers, they're going to start flying in. I really, look, I'll be honest, I'm dying for Steve Clements to potentially start uh, Hawkins and Bon up top because it's the only pairing we haven't actually seen yet, and I, I think it could do some damage, but. Uh, look, we're going there off the back of two good wins. That Atkinson, they've they've had an okay home record this season, but look, you know, they feared us over the last five or six seasons when we've gone there and turned turned them over. So I can't see why they won't be fearing us coming up there and potentially turning them over this weekend. We have got quality in our team. Everyone knows the quality is there, and on our day, I, I do generally believe we can beat anyone. And Look, we've obviously we've had a change of manager in the season. We're starting to see what he's trying to get the, the guys to do on the pitch. And look, honestly, I do I do hundred percent believe once Hawkins gets the ball in the back of the net with one of those headers that they're gonna start flying in. Yeah, obviously Matt, you do make you do mention about Hawkins. Um I think he's been very, very good since he's come back in, Ollie Hawkins. Um he's he's brought a he's brought a new dimension to us and and I certainly think that it's no coincidence that we've created a lot more chances since he's been in the side. Do you agree? No, I, I, I do totally agree with you. And, you know, I, what could have been if, if Hawkins was fit and, you know, at the start of the season and, and didn't miss that half, you know, all, all those um, games that he did miss, you know, Neil Harris may still have been in the job, who knows? But it, it, it is what it is at the end of the day. You know, he, he's got this horrible injury, which I'm, hopefully he's finally able to now overcome. And we are starting to see some great play. I, mean, I thought he was absolutely excellent against Sheffield United. Honestly, I, you know, he, he put Premier League defenders, uh, you know, under pressure. He, he, I don't know how many of the, say, the headers and that that he won. I know the 
Jill's stats and facts did the thing for me. I think it was like half of them. But, you know, he, he was really, really good. And, and to be honest, even balling for feet, it's not just the, the headers that, you know, we're going to use pumping the ball up to him. Even balls into his feet, he's able to control and play. And we have missed him. But, yeah, oh, what could have been if he was fit for the rest for the entire of the season? Yeah. Um, I think I, I was just looking at the Accrington results, actually, Matt, as well, is that they're obviously one place above us going into the weekend. They have... Yeah, they have a good home record, but it does seem like their their games have a lot of goals involved in it in terms of in terms of conceding, but also scoring as well. Is that I'm just looking here some four four two, some three three, some four threes, um, some yeah, some three three, some two two, some yeah, four ones in there. Um, they're sort of yeah, their their results are very very up and down. Um, does, is that is that the confidence that Jules can sort of take into this weekend? I guess is that um, where where their where their defence looks leaky, um, and generally we've looked solid defensively. That that is maybe the confidence booster that we can take into the weekend. Yeah, yeah, and you know, absolutely it should. And of course, the Jules are coming up uh, against a former. Uh, former colleague uh, that some of them may know in Joe Walsh, who has obviously now extended his emergency loan deal at uh, Atkinson Stanley. So we'll be coming up against him uh, at the weekend. But yeah, look, we can go in with the confidence knowing that they do conceive goals. John Coleman, uh, as a manager, he's never been completely defensively solid. He, he likes to get his defenders up the pitch and, and you know, and try and attack, uh, attack. But that leaves holes at the back. And if we can exploit those gaps, exploit those holes, Who's not to say that this isn't the weekend where we put a couple past the former player? Um, yeah, obviously, Matt, we're we're eleven days into the transfer window. Um, I, I suppose we're going to have to talk about January, whether we like it or not. We are eleven days into the window. No signings as of yet. Um, I'm just going to put it bluntly, Matt. Is it concerning you that we've got nobody through the door and? No rumours whatsoever about anyone joining, yeah, joining the squad. Well, okay, so there is obviously a rumour that we have been in for Johnson Clark Harris, or we are have inquired about him. And look, you know, I'm not going to live in a dream world here when I say this, but potentially would Posh rather sell to a League One team or a League Two team? Uh, you know, a League One rival in Charlton or a League Two team actually come up next year. There has been that rumour. That's the one that I'm kind of, if that was to be pulled off, I would be, you know, over the moon because he is a talent. You know, he's, I think he's scored six goals in 17 games this season. He was a leading goal scorer last year. That would be a marquee signing. But apart from that, yeah, do you know what? I, I don't care if I haven't heard any rumours at the moment. I don't care if we're, you know, supposedly going into this player because... Quality over quantity is the key thing here. Yes, we already have quality in our team, but we need to add more quality. We, we can't just go and bring in some random non-league guy who might have scored 30 goals this season because he's playing in the National League South. If he's going to come to Jill's and not fit our, our squad, not fit into what we are doing here as a, as a, as a team, we need to find the right balance. And look, 
I don't care. I, I'm, I'm going to say this now. I generally do not care if we don't make all our signings until the last day of the transfer window. If it means we are bringing in quality players. Because if we are, I can wait. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess... I guess my my worry with it really is that the longer we wait, the further adrift that we could get cut from from the playoffs. Um, and that's my worry is that certainly next month as well, I believe we've got Stockport, Mansfield, Wrexham all in that same um, same month. And I think for me, the quicker we can get them in, the quicker that we can get them gelled with the team, and the quicker things things can start materialising. I guess. You know, I, I absolutely get that. And I've kind of got to that conclusion where, you know, this might not be necessarily be the season that we go up. Um, it's not uh, unfortunate, but a change of manager, you know, it's, it's going to affect the team and it's going to take them a while to get playing. But again, if we can bring in quality, I can't see why not. And I, I understand what you mean by being cut adrift, but this, this League 2... I'm 99% sure, uh, you know, even if we went on and lost three games in a row, all the teams above us will go on and do exactly the same because that's the nature of this league. Sutton United are probably going to go on and beat and run soon. Forest Green are probably going to go and do the same because everyone can beat everyone in this league. It is that tight. You look at the entire league from, right, I generally think, I think it's from, uh, like, 10th place. Uh, sorry, sorry, from um, uh, 9th place down to, I think it's, like, 17th place. It's separated by six points. That's how tight this league is. So, you know, if we're going to add quality, and I said it's on the last day of the transfer window, honestly, I don't I don't care. As long as they're going to come in and, you know, hopefully be a marquee signing, like a 20 goal a season striker we were crying out for in, in, the, uh, in the summer. But if they're going to come in and hit the ground running, that's all that matters. But quality is key. I think I want to ask a question to Matt. Let's say if, if we don't get what we need... What uh, it, the question's got to be asked, haven't they? Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I yes, because we all knew in the summertime that the one thing we were lacking up the top was a quality striker. Um, you know, we were ho- hoping that you know potentially Nichols or Bond, Addison or Hawkins was going to potentially be that striker, but unfortunately, it hasn't uh, come to fruition. But we put all our money, you know, put all our eggs in one basket trying to sign Alfie May and it didn't fall through and we had no backup plan. Now, as a recruitment team, you've got to be looking at yourselves there and going, well, what's happened? You know, um, Alfie May's done wonders and, you know, it's a shame because he could have probably come here and done wonders, but I, I do genuinely think the recruitment team need to have a look at themselves because... Yes, we need quality, and 99% of the time, quality is going to come from a league slightly higher above. Um, you're, on the odd occasion, you will look in National League and you will find that one gem in the rough. I mean, look, we, for heaven's sake, we found, you know, Simeon Jackson. Look what he did for us. That was an amazing signing. But there were only so many Simeon Jacksons out there. That's the issue. So you can't always be looking at lower leagues. You've got to be looking at within your club, but also you've got to be looking at bringing in that quality. And there's a few players that I think, yes, have been quality, but there are some that I don't believe have were quality players in the summer. And I think it's up to the recruitment team to sort that out this this transfer window. And if they don't, 
maybe it's time they moved on. Yeah, um, I think you've been in an hour and heard about Macaulay Bond, to be honest. <laughs> I think I think Bond's, I think you partner, you partner Ronnie Hawkins up with Bond. I think you might end up seeing goals flowing. I, th- I still think Bond's the best of all forward at the football club. And, he, he and, is. and, and, yeah, and yeah. I, think, I think we should give him a chance. Look, honestly, it's the only one we've not seen work yet. Even when subs have been made, Hawkins has already been off the pitch and Bond's come on. Bond is not a target man. But Ollie Hawkins is. And Ollie Hawkins, Bond can work off the target man. We, we've seen him do it before at other teams. We know he can work off the target man and he'll score you goals. Let's see it work this weekend. And I really do think that there is there could be something there. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, yeah, slightly changing the subject, Matt. Back to back to the Sheffield United game. We obviously saw the the um, the behind the sort of I would say the behind the scenes video that Block made. Um, yeah, um, and and I particularly like the the inside into the dressing room um, that we saw. Obviously, Clements and Stockdale um, trying to obviously motivate the team. Um, that's sort of the first time I've ever seen anything like that. What what were your what were your thoughts on it? Loved it. Honestly, it was great. I, I love the fact that I'd say we got that sort of insight, that behind the scenes. Um, it, you know, I, I, I don't want him to, uh, you know, to 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 get his uh, to to for Nick to his head to get too big or anything. But um, I would definitely like to see more, and I, I think it's better quality than uh, working for Wrexham. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to love you for saying that. Um, yeah, sad. Obviously, Saturday. Then what? What team? What team would you go with? Obviously, we've seen the we've seen the back the back three, the back five, whatever you want to call it. Um, Clements has said he's going to stick with it and stay with it. Um, obviously, I, th- I think he has said that that Jeffries is injured. I think I think Stockdale did the press conference today, and I'm pretty sure that he said Dom was not fit for this weekend. Um, yeah, yeah, I believe you're right. I believe you're right on that one, yeah. But I think I think Johnny Williams is back. Uh, no, hang on. So Johnny has a slight hamstring issue. Don felt something in his knee during the first half last week, just swelling it. It's gradually gone away. Um, no, he said, yeah, no, yeah, he has said Dom Jeffries is missing for this weekend. Hopefully not as bad as I said. Johnny has trained, so it's Johnny Williams is fit. Dom Jeffries is not. Um, yeah, what team? What team would you go with then on on Saturday against Atkinson? Uh, I'd, you know, I'd obviously Jake Turner in goal. I'd go for the back three of Max Aymar with obviously Connor and Shady the side of him. Um, so I'd go with Scott Malone and uh, on one side. And I'll be honest, I'd, I think it's a bit about time that maybe Robin McKenzie came back into, into the team and, and took over from Shay. Um, just a couple of little mistakes in his games that, for me, just. I, I don't know. Just I think it's ever since he went away, um, went away on international duty. He's, I don't know. He's just not necessarily look necessarily like the same player. Um, obviously, Ethan Coleman in the middle. Um, I would then go uh, again. I'd like to see Jaden Clark potentially start this weekend uh, on one side um, and uh, Johnny Williams as well. And then up top, I'd have Bond and Nick. Uh, so Bond and. Uh, Hawkins. I don't think that's everyone. I don't think I've missed anyone out, have I? Uh, no, no, I don't think you have. Um, I think I would go with uh, obviously. Um, 
I would I, I think I would actually go Glenn Morrison goal, in all honesty. I think I think Jake's a, Jake's an excellent goalkeeper for us, but I think he's had a rocky a rocky couple of weeks. Um and I think I think uh a shout for Glenn Morris to go back in there. I would go Robin McKenzie right wing back. I'd go uh yeah, go Scott Malone left wing back. Obviously the three centre rafts pick themselves. Um I would then go um yeah, I think I would have to go Ethan Coleman. I would have to go Ethan Coleman. Um, Bond, uh, Bond and Hawkins up front, I think I would go for. Yeah, as I said, for me, I just the fact we haven't seen it yet and I just really feel that there could be something there, but who knows? And, 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 and away from home, it does take the pressure off playing them two up top. So again, I, I think it could be something that we see this weekend. Matt, yeah, Matt, what do, what do, you, what do you think of that then? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know if, if it's too open in midfield. <laughs> Oh, sorry, boss. I think I dropped my lost connection. Now I must have missed what what you said in the middle there. Sorry. Yeah. So going for Ethan Coleman, Johnny Williams, and uh, and Conor Mahoney. I know it's quite an attacking midfield with Johnny Williams and and uh, and Conor Mahoney, but I'm pretty sure Johnny's played in the eight for Swindon before um, as a box to box. So mate, potentially Johnny in there. Yeah, I think I think, it, I think it has before, and, and and it wouldn't be necessarily a bad shout. Um, yeah, look, I'll be honest, not having Dom, the sort of the energy of Dom in, in the middle as well is a bit of a loss. But we have got players that could do the job, and and to be honest, even with Ethan Coleman, I do think we'd be defensively sound with a sort of the three at the back. Um, and look, whether you've got Shay or, or Robbie on on the side, they'd be backtracking as well with uh, Scott Malone. I, I think I think we'd be okay. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, it's, it's just what do you, what do you think of this back three, Matt? I, 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 obviously, Clements has Clements has said about the back three situation, and 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 obviously he, he changed to it. Um, can't remember what it was. I can't remember what game it was. He changed to it. But what 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 do you think? Of, what what do you think of the back three? We're obviously creating a hell of a lot of chances currently. Um, yeah, what do you, what do you think of it? I do like it because it has been able to give us that extra man going up top. Um, my only biggest concern is if one of them was to get an injury, who have we got to replace them? You know, that that's my biggest concern. But I, I think working as a back three, they work well together, especially with um, Max's leadership skills at the back there. Um, you know, the, both the young guys either side of him. And, you know, he's you can see he's talking them through the game and helping them out. And, Look, Shad's a really raw talent, you know. Um, he's not the, by, uh, by, by no way so near the, the, the finished article, but, you know, he can learn a lot, I think, from Max. And actually play, getting him on the pitch playing, uh, especially with Connor, you know, it, it's, it's perfect. It works really well. It gives us that freedom, extra freedom going forward. So I do really like it. Like I said, I'm just really worried that if one of them does get an injury, who have we got to step in and, and be that, you know, that extra person? Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, 
yeah, what would be what would be your your prediction then, Matt? What what are you looking at um, for for Saturday? So <laughs> I had a bit of a joke with my friend and, and said it's what you're seeing is just the return of the Gillingham one nilers. So we're talking. Put a goal past them, uh, but yeah, look, I'll say I'll say one nil. <laughs> Are you gonna go for a goal scorer? Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go Ollie Hawkins with a header. Oh, Ollie Hawkins with a header. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen, um, head over to our Facebook page then, uh, Facebook page, our Twitter page, because we are actually giving away four free tickets um, to the Jules' next home game against Forest Green in partnership with Balville. Obviously, all you need to do is to win, to retweet the tweet that we've we've put out earlier today. Uh, you need to be following us, obviously, on, on the ME7 podcast, be following our Twitter page, and you also need to be following Balville's Twitter page. What we're going to probably most likely do is we're probably going to pick... Um, Maybe uh, we're going to put either a family of four. Uh, so the first winner, if they've got a family of four um, that they, they want to take, um, they can have the four tickets. If they, it's just um, a, a, a dad or a son or mum mama and a son or dad and a daughter or mum and a daughter or, or grandparents, or whatever. if it's just two people, what we're most likely to do is we're most likely pick two winners. Um, don't, be, don't be worried, though, um, because... Uh, what you'll also actually be finding out is that we'll probably be doing a giveaway for most of our home games for the rest of the season between Balville and um, and Grit. So don't be don't be worried. Even if you don't win this home game, um, there'll be lots and lots of competitions. I think um, us and Balville have, have even sat, sat there and said that one of the competitions may well be that you get your opportunity to design your own kit or your own stadium, um, and and you'll win a you'll win a prize down to it there's there's lots and lots of prizes going to be available between now and the end of the season us and ba- us Balville and Grit are working really really closely for the rest of the season and beyond um, they really really want to get involved with the fans and uh, yeah want to give you opportunities to you guys to, to win stuff um, and, and obviously be in partnership with us as well um, don't forget um, yeah we've um, We've um, got our post-match podcast on Saturday night with Owen, hopefully reviewing the Accrington-Stanley game. Um, our next live show is going to be at the end of January. Um, and, um, yeah, hopefully hopefully, um, hopefully, we'll be we'll be reviewing a few more Jill's wins uh, in that meantime. I know it's been a short one tonight, but to be honest, it's, it's been a quiet, quiet week at the football club, so not much to speak about, in all honesty. Thanks to Matt for joining me this evening. Yeah, and hopefully on Saturday evening, we're going to be, um, yeah, reviewing a, a Gillingham win. Um, thank you all for listening, and uh, have a good evening. Good night. Up the chills.